Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Powering your property on Money FM 89.3. So it is time to power your property. This is when we bring you the latest property sector news and updates here on Prime Time and the tale of two halves, as is a story being spun for retailer sentiment this year. Just when things were starting to look up earlier this year, spikes in coronavirus cases prompted fresh rounds of restrictions in Singapore, dampening hopes of recovery for some. Local business conditions have also become highly mm. susceptible to how well Singapore keeps COVID-19 cases under control. That's right. And according to Knight Frank Singapore's Retailers Sentiment Survey, business sentiments have headed further south with the tightened measures from July 22nd. Well, the partial lifting of restrictions this month came as a welcome relief and marks a return to the long journey of reopening the economy. It will, of course, take a while for sentiments to recover. So what is next? Or what is the next normal for retail? I like that. Next normal, not new normal. Yeah, the next normal. (laughs) The normal now evolves. Yes. So today we're joined by Alice Tan, head of consultancy at Knight Frank Singapore, to find out. Alice, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Timothy. Thank you for having me here. Great to have you on the show. So, Alice, tell us, what are some of the key areas that you are tracking in the Retailer Sentiment Survey? And how are you tracking the data? Well, Rachel, our Knight Frank Retailer Sentiment Survey, um, the key objective is to uncover the sentiment of Singapore retailers you know, in terms of their business plans, especially in this phase of COVID-19. So in this round of our sentiment surveys, uh, we actually conducted it in two rounds. You know, the first survey was conducted from February to March this year, and that's during a time where safe management measures were relaxed. Mm-hmm. And followed by a second survey, which we conduct between June to July, and that is one month after we have phase two heightened alert measures. And this has caused a yo-yo in terms of Mm. how the restrictions are when it comes to dine-in and and occupancy um, uh, limits, especially at retail malls, attractions and events. So uh, I'll share further what are some of the key findings from our survey in these two rounds. The first survey uh, actually reveals our sentiments uh, from the retailers in the areas of business performance, where 59% of our retailer respondents uh, said that they were profitable last year. Um, That was at the start of COVID-19. And when we asked them how's um, their profitability expectations this year, our first survey that was done during February to March showed that 85% of them are expecting their business to be profitable. However, when we did the second round in June to July of the survey, this proportion has dropped with 77% expecting profitability. And this clearly shows a swing in the outlook of retail towards uh, less optimism due to the HA measures. And apart from assessing how the business sentiment is you know, in, amongst the retailers community. We also asked them uh, what are their plans when it comes to seeking new physical retail space in Singapore mm-hmm. and overseas. And in the second round, uh, interestingly, you know, despite uh, COVID-19 uh, heightened alert measures, um, 43% of our respondents actually said that they will continue with their plans to seek new physical spaces in Singapore. And that's quite encouraging. 
All right, Alice. So how would one in real estate investors behave in this kind of uh, pandemic situation, according to uh, your data? What kind of impact will this have? The results actually showed how uh, retailers are taking in terms mm-hmm. of uh, their plans in fiscal real estate mm-hmm. in retail spaces. And in the course of the last 18 months or so, since COVID-19 started early last year, it has actually impacted retailers' ability to meet their revenue targets, you know, as consumers are spending less at physical stores. And even though there are some earnings that can be made uh, via online retail, but by and large, you know, many retailers have seen a fall of about 30 to 50 percent in their sales turnover uh, due to COVID. Right. Alice, this, I, yeah, mm. I just just tying in with that, that fall and a number that you mentioned earlier on, because you also so you've got that decline in sales. But then 43 percent of retailers say that they're still forging ahead with real estate expansion, despite the prolonged journey to recover and the rounds of tight and safe management measures. I'm just curious why. Well, Rachel, you know, despite that, um, there's a drop in their revenue streams during COVID. And clearly, you know, physical retail has been a lot more challenging uh, due to the safe management measures. But retailers need to seek new ways to grow their business. And clearly, even though online retail can help to uh, cover part of their revenue streams, it is still insufficient for some of the retail trades, such as uh, food and beverage, services, and some forms of other retail trades that require that physical face-to-face interactions. And hence, retailers still need to look for new spaces where these spaces are closer to captive catchments of potential customers, Mm. especially in areas where there's a higher footfall from resident and uh, workforce uh, population numbers. So it is still a key uh, strategy for many retailers to look for physical retail spaces. And hence, this is uh, shown in our survey results where quite a close, you know, uh, 43% still want to push ahead with their expansion plans in order to grow their revenue streams beyond this uh, current uh, safe management measures. We're speaking to Alice Tan, head of consultancy at Night Frank Singapore. Alice, beyond COVID-19, though, what else is the retail uh, real estate market responding to uh, disruptions in the industry? Well, COVID-19 has actually reflected this importance of relationships among stakeholders in retail real estate scene. And clearly, the relationship between landlords and tenants become a very important one. And that's very much talked about uh, for the last few months. And both landlords and retailers um, need to respond quickly mm-hmm. to any unforeseen disruptions. And there were some retailers calling for landlords to share the burden with them, um, especially during extreme uh, difficult periods where there's a sharp drop in uh, consumer patronage to their stores. And some landlords have responded very well to help these tenants. And that's a very encouraging scene. It shows this uh, importance of a closer relationship. And... Alice, so just moving forward, you know, on the residential side, we've had a number of conversations with analysts about how the residential market is being reshaped on the back of COVID-19. We're seeing property developments evolve, you know, to be more holistic. They've got wellness spaces, greenery. But what are some of the trends that you're seeing that are going to reshape the real estate portfolio within the retail market? What do you expect moving forward? 
Yeah, currently we are seeing that retail malls are on a in a way a firefighting mode, you know, responding reactively to the changing safe management measures. But beyond COVID, uh, what's important is the importance of safety uh, and wellness and health. And hence, uh, there's a need for retail landlords and owners to see how better to create retail spaces that offer safety, wellness and a new sense of experiences for consumers. And being able to uh, connect seamlessly with consumers, be it on online or offline uh, retail modes, will be another important strategy that landlords uh, need to look into. And that also involves uh, working closer with tenants to better understand what are some of the resources they need so that they can create this omni-channeling experience. You You took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to ask you about omni-challenge and the challenges (laughs) there for retailers. I mean, we've seen in the US, Amazon has set up its first a physical store, right? So it's kind of a bit of a reversal there. But here in Singapore, we're seeing a number of local players that are looking to tackle that omni-channel experience and bridge online with physical retail. How do you see, what are some of the key trends there when it comes to real estate? And, you know, I'm assuming with a mixture of online and physical, is there really such a need for an expansion of physical retail space? Well, in the short term right now, we can see that um, e-commerce, especially online retail, has actually shortened our consumer journey in terms of the pace of um, um, making a transaction. But what online um, channels can't provide is that experiential outcomes for Mm. consumers. And that's why, uh, as you said, Rachel, that Amazon has this physical store now. And this is where, you know, most of the retail products and services require that touch and feel experience. And this is what consumers are clearly um, desiring for, you know, especially after months and months of, um, (laughs) you know, restrictions on how we move around in malls. And now where we are out, being able to dine out again, that Mm. further, you know, fuels this you know, need and desire for face-to-face interactions. So uh, I'm quite confident that that physical retail experience will come back. It's just that the physical retail owners will need to be cognizant with the mm-hmm. fact that they have to create a safer and healthier experience. And that also requires landlords to make some investments in improving their physical spaces. Firstly, in terms of you know, making the air cleaner, Mechanical ventilation enhancements are important. Can they make the physical experience a lot uh, more enticing that brings even wellness and, and, and comfort to the consumers? I think that will help to bring people out of their homes uh-huh. doing online shopping, you know, back to the mall. Definitely. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Alice, for sharing your insights with us here on Primetime. Alice Tan is head of consultancy at Knight Frank Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.